Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Hi, I'm Nikki Lerner. Hi, Nikki. It's a pleasure to have a, 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 a face to go with the voice. I've heard you uh, on Scott Perry's podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's always that, like when I start looking into people, like, well, what are we going to talk about? I try not to come with too many preconceived notions because I don't want to set up mm-hmm. guardrails and then miss the really good stuff because I say, let's go this way. So I we do a little bit of this. Thank you. <laughs> we do a little discussion beforehand. And the thing that I actually showed up with as a preconceived question has to do with I'm going to say crossover, but that's not quite the right word. The crossover between the work, it's not really work because you clearly love it, but the work that you do about being a minister to a congregation and how you've done that for a very long time, for decades. And I personally was curious about, oh, what's it like for somebody who's got that level of passion and comfort and experience in that space? What's it like for somebody like that to pick up a microphone and start doing a host on mic format podcast? Mm. Um, Because for me, host on mic is really hard. I find conversations much easier. So the question I have is, I'm guessing that what you do as a minister and what you're doing in your podcast, the host on mic format, I'm guessing that scratches the same itch about sharing passion. So can you tell me about how those two are similar or how I'm horribly off base or what your thoughts are on that vein? Yeah, I love that question so much. Uh, that may be the first time anybody's asked me that. So yes, I'm pressing stop. <laughs> well done, Craig. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, so they're certainly in the same universe. I'll say that. They are in the same universe. So I was uh, a, a minister for, uh, gosh, over 20 years um, to a uh, in a church a spiritual community of probably about 5,000 people. And uh, there was definitely times where I would have to communicate publicly, uh, really every week. I mean, depending on my role for that day, right. whether that be just speaking, whether that was through music and and speaking, whatever creativity, whatever it was. And, you know, I, I am my most comfortable when I'm on a platform or on a stage in front of 1500 people or 2500 mm. people. I'm my most comfortable there. And so... Um, to take that, it's kind of interesting because these days, now that I'm, I'm not really doing that, you know, in that context very much, um, moving it to uh, communicating with people just on a mic every week, I almost feel like that crowd of people is always with me. Uh, I've never actually put this into words before. Like, like I'm always a representative of a larger uh, community, a larger group, a, la- a larger uh, group of people that goes beyond me. Hmm. Even though when I, when I take out my microphone and I do my podcast every week, I'm thinking about, I got one person's face in my head. You're right. Uh, and it could be somebody that either I walked into in person who said, hey, I'm listening to the podcast. Uh, or somebody that I know is part of a community that I used to serve or whatever. But but it's like I'm, I'm speaking to one person so that I can be as intimate as possible uh, while I am also carrying uh, a community, if you will, or a sense of community that is bigger than me. Um, that's brilliant. So I get distracted because I'm like, oh, because I've tried to do host on mic recordings and I've never actually thought of or had somebody tell me you should try 
talking to a specific person. So I'm like, first of all, stealing it. I need to go try that because that's a thing. (laughs) Um, But I love how you're describing. um, So your, your current work, correct me if I'm wrong, but your current work is in coaching and in coaching culture, which is a brilliant niche, by the way, we we need more of that. (laughs) We need more people doing that. We need more of that. Um, But having said that, um, that actually sounds like what you're, what you are saying you are doing when you're doing host on mic, you're standing between, not in the way of, but just like you're, you're between this large collection of knowledge and experience, actually is a better word, this large collection of experience that you have Mm. just because of your life story. Like you didn't mean to do it, but oh, look, I have this experience. Um, And then you're, I'm air quoting, turning to face that one person. so do you feel like, or clearly you feel like your podcast is, uh, is serving. I was going to say it's an attempt to serve. That makes it sound like mm. it didn't succeed. <laughs> so clearly you feel that your podcast is serving the people that you're broadcasting to. Um, can you share some stories or a story about how maybe that's been vindicated or, or verified, or you've had that come back where somebody has said, you know, they don't, they don't realize it, but you know, they don't realize that by telling you this story, they're actually showing you that you're really going in the right direction. Like I got to believe in in a mm-hmm. in a church setting, it's clear. Like is the message is the message landing? Are, are right. you know? Whereas on a podcast, we're just talking to the microphone. So um, yeah. I, I love to fish for stories. Yeah, well, you know what's interesting is so I'm in year three uh, of doing my podcast and. I Congratulations. Been to, I like to take you. giant moments to say, we podcasters struggle alone in anonymity. And I think it's important uh, that we say, right. that's awesome. Yes. So, thank you for that. I received that. Um, yeah. But you know, I remember right before I was going to start it and I was nervous. I mean, I'm a communicator. I mean, mm. I'm a public speaker. It's what I do. And I was really nervous. And I think it was because I had all these shoulds in my head about what a podcast should be or, you know, what I should do based on the podcast I listen to, or, you know, some random person on Facebook saying, here are the five (laughs) things you need to make a great podcast. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, uh, so it's gotta be all these things. And I'll never forget I mean, Thank gosh, thank God for my coach, Scott. I remember I was talking to Scott and Scott knew that I wanted to launch this thing. And I had planned to launch it two years ago in the month of January. And I had decided to record five episodes and just play, you know, mm-hmm. just be like, I'm just putting these out. So then I started getting cold feet about it. <laughs> I, and I, was on, I was on a call with Scott and I was telling him, I'm like, you know, maybe I need to push this back. Maybe I need to wait till February, maybe (laughs) next year, you know, all these excuses, right? It was the hiding, right? Oh my goodness. And, and Scott paused and there was a silent moment and he looks at me and he says, is it good enough? Hmm. And I was like, oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. It's good enough. (laughs) And I kid you not that day, I got a phone with him that day. I pushed publish. Mm. And I pushed publish and that was like two years ago. And now I think, and again, this is starting year three. You know, I know that there are at least 200 people a week that listen to my podcast. Right. And, and here's the part that I didn't see Craig was, you know, I mean, I'm a culture coach, right? So I'm not a person who is, 
you know, that, that podcasting is my livelihood, right? I looked at podcasting as a support to the, the, the work I'm doing in the world. And so what, ha- what ended up happening was I had, you know, started podcasting every week. And then as I was working with clients in my culture coaching work, I was able to then say, hey, go listen on my podcast to, to this episode. I talk yes. more about it here. And so now what my, my podcast has become is I get, a, first of all, it's for me. Uh, I get a lot of delight mm. in sharing these insights about culture with people. So that's the first thing. Second thing is I see my podcast as a, a vehicle to practice myself yeah. uh, in my own message and honing my own message, right? So that when I'm with my clients, I'm excellent, right? And then uh, it's for my clients, the people that I work with, because now they've, you know, there's 93 episodes now, right? Mm-hmm. They have 93 episodes to choose from of all different topics, all about culture that they can listen to at any point. Don't have to schedule time with me, right? It's now, right. now it's become a resource. And now this is the last layer of it. I run into people all the time when I'm doing uh, in-person speaking and they're like, oh, hey, I'm listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, oh, hey, I'm, you know, I'm doing this, whatever it is. And I'm so excited uh, because you know how it is, Craig, you you turn on your microphone, you're look, you're staring at the microphone or you're staring, you know, <laughs> the wall, you're like, right? is Something. anybody listening to this? You know, does anybody care? Don't nobody care about this. This is just right. me talking to the wall, right? <laughs> and then... <laughs> You get out into the world yes. and you realize that that your your words and your insights have impact. Yes. One, one of the clients I'm working with now, uh, before they ever hired me, they said, we listen to your podcast every week as a team. Mm. And then we talk about it and then we do it. And they've been listening to my podcast for five months and then they hired me. You know, I mean, so, so now did I do yeah. the podcast so that people would hire me? No. Yeah. Can you ever, can you have even uh, words into sentences putting, would you have ever even imagined that, you know, on that first day when you're like, I don't know, Scott, am I right? And like, you would never have imagined that it could even be that thing. Right. And it, and it's probably not the first five episodes that were the magical ones. It's the last right. 90. Right. Exactly. And it's like, you know, physician heal thyself. I did the thing. And then suddenly yeah. the thing that I did turns out to be, oh, look, it's a skill. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, great. then I had to also stop thinking, thinking too much about what other people would think, you know, so I'm like, oh, this is going <laughs> to right. like this podcast is going <clears> to <throat> suck, you know, and then I'm telling people I'm a public speaker and they're like, you're terrible, you know, <laughs> and I was actually <laughs> more afraid of people not seeing who I was and not experiencing who I am Mm. as a person, right? I was afraid of that. I was like, how am I supposed to be myself and have people get my heart and my, you know, my come from? I was so worried about all of that. And what it has done instead is really just uh, call me and woo me to be my most um, I mean, I'm always my authentic self, but but my most authentic self to speak into a microphone, to be that intimately yeah. connected with the person listening, um, that they can hear the tone of when I say things. This is what I love about audio and, uh, versus writing. You always know my tone. 
Yeah. You don't have to make up stories about how I'm saying something. Right. The nuance of, you know, do I feel like I'm completely crushed or do I feel like I'm open and airy? And like, I physically, like Nikki can see me, I physically changed my posture, but you can hear it. Like it's subtle and maybe you missed it, but in the back of your mind, you picked up on if Nikki and I were both like, it that comes through and you work, one can work so hard. I know I try sometimes I'm not a very good writer, but I work really hard to try and convey that stuff through writing. And then sometimes I realize, yeah, I've recorded conversations where Mm. the guests joy or, Mm. um, you know, the darkness, if it's a dark conversation, those Mm -hmm. things just come through. Like humans don't sit around and go, how do I convey this to me? They just go like, (laughs) Oh, I got a funny story, you know, and like it it just comes through. So I, I, I'm totally with you on the intimacy and, Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's very pillow talk, you know, because mm-hmm. people who are listening, if you have headphones on, I'm literally in your ear, which is way closer than any other human who isn't in bed next to you would ever be. Um, so there's power. And in Craig, the that, that is actually the power, I will say this, of, you know, standing in front of a room of 1500 people um, where you know that, a, you know, that a, something in your message is going to land, right? Mm. You do. And being able to be one-to-one with someone uh, on a podcast, you know, while they're walking their dog uh, with their headphones in and they're listening to you say, you can do this. Just lean in. I'm cheering loudly for you. You don't get that in a room of 1500, not that intimate. And that's why I love it. Terrific is like my catchphrase when I don't want to wreck it. What else brings to, <clears throat> sometimes I like to lead and a lot of times I like to just say, mm-hmm. what about, um, what's something that you've seen recently in, let's let's say in podcasting mm-hmm. land, what's mm-hmm. something that, of course, then that doesn't make sense. What's something you've heard recently? <laughs> in podcasting land that's uh-huh. that's like knocked your socks off like you've you've heard somebody or something mm. or some show and you've gone whoa that's awesome ooh and i don't wow. mean to put you on the spot if you haven't been no, listening to fine. a lot of podcasts I just no i i listen to tons of podcasts uh, <laughs> so all that was the time afraid of. gosh no they're so and maybe you don't so you don't have to name drop if you don't want to you can just be like oh, i heard somebody do you know because I'm just curious that like sometimes you can yeah. learn a lot by what interests people, mm-hmm. what makes them say, wow. Well, I can tell you there is a, a woman that, that I've started to listen to. She's a she's one of the mentors in a coaching community that I'm a part of. And she is, oh, she's so insightful. Uh, her name is Varian Brandon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she kind of podcasts here and there. She's not like a weekly or daily whatever, but that doesn't matter because Mm. the things that she says are so impactful. And she did this series on her podcast. uh, I think it was last year sometime. It was called Becoming. I just stumbled onto it like a month ago. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that, that she talked about was this idea of engaging your environment. Like, when you're trying to go from a, the version of the person you are now mm-hmm. to, to that, that beautiful vision of who you're becoming, right? And hopefully we all have that, right? Is that what you do in the perceived gap of that 
is engage your environment, right? So I asked her about this on a, on a live call the other day. And I said, can you say more about that? She said, be more specific. What is it you're waiting for? What, what is it? And I said, well, here's, here's an example. Um, my husband and I, we would like to move from where we live currently, the house that we're in, because we have a different vision for our life now than we had 15 years ago when we bought this house and moved in. And I said, we can't move tomorrow for a number of different reasons, right? There are some things that need to happen. And I said, so how do I deal with the tension of being here and the deep longing of wanting to be there, Mm -hmm. right? Wherever the next place is. And she said, well, here's what I'd do. She said, I'd just start packing. (laughs) (laughs) She said, I start packing. She said, I just start, she says, I'm sure there are things around your house that you don't use every day. She says, start packing the boxes. So that way, when it happens, y'all are ready. Yeah. And I was like, hot damn, that is, <laughs> you know, I mean, when she says it, I'm like, of course, right? Mm. And I didn't think of it, but that's a way, right? Like I can't change, I can't move tomorrow, right? However, I can pack up some boxes and move some stuff up out of here hmm. to get my house ready for whenever it is we're going to sell it. Yeah. And you're shifting from so, the mindset of here oh, to, yeah. well, here for the moment to not here tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Like I can't stop thinking about that podcast episode I heard from her or the conversation that she and I had. Um, th- that's just brilliant. I'm grateful for that. That, that is one of the, the, the asynchronous, uh, asynchronicity, <laughs> sorry, I get obsessed <laughs> with grammar, the asynchronicity, the fact that she might've recorded something 18 months ago, you know, yeah. and then basically like, it's like you're sticking the bottle, you throw it in the ocean and I hope that goes somewhere. And then you find it and that begins this resonance. And then it, you just can't not, I got to ask you this question, which comes from that thing. I'm like, I love that, that as podcasters, we can, um, you know, simply, and I mean that both in like, really it's easy, but also don't make it overly complicated. We can simply make a thing and put it out there and it doesn't like deteriorate or get snowed under. It's just sits right where you leave it. For and Craig, it doesn't die. Like see for us as creative <clears throat> people, when we're creating every week, right? When we create our podcast, we're looking at it as, okay, here's the, here's the thing for the week. This is what I'm doing this week. This is what I'm putting out in the world this week. And mm. once it's done, it's done for us. We're, right. we're on to the next, right? But what we don't always realize is that that thing now is living and breathing and it takes a life of its own. I mean, just a week ago, I had somebody message me and, and tell me that um, they had listened to the very first podcast episode I ever did two, three years ago, right. whatever it was, right? And like, talk to me in detail about it and how impactful the story was that I told. I was relating culture work to a, a um, instance I had while watching the Mr. Rogers movie. Uh, <laughs> if you want to hear that story, but, but that's the first thing I ever talked, talked about, right? But it's like, that was two, three years ago. I've moved on to, you know, other topics and gotten better at podcasting and all of that. And yet this person was like, this is going to change my life. And they just Mm -hmm. listened to it a week ago. 
So for for all of us who are podcasters, I actually think that we we need to approach our work with more grace, uh, with more uh, joy and gratitude for whatever is coming out of us each week, mm-hmm. right? And and to stop speaking against it. And we just speak against so much of our creations, right? Like, oh, well, that podcast <laughs> sucked. Dark. Oh, yeah. that message was terrible. Another tech oh, problem, it, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, it was techie. And the reality <laughs> is, is that that, Craig, now I'm about to preach now, but that, that Craig, that, that woos us, tempts us into pride. Mm-hmm. We think it's like, no, don't look at me. I'm humble because that podcast sucked. No, no, it actually, that's not that's that's not humility. It's actually pride because as soon yes. as you, you know somebody's like, hey, Craig, I love listening to your podcast, and your response <laughs> instead of saying up, like, man. well, you know, but your response instead of just saying, thank you, I'm so glad that you're engaging with it. Your response might be. Hey, you know, thanks, but you know, I'm trying to get a better microphone and you know, that wasn't really great. And mm. so now that person who ha- who had an engagement with your podcast can't even enjoy their own moment because now all they're thinking about is you. Right? When mm. before they weren't thinking about you, they weren't thinking about your they don't care about your microphone. Mm. You know, they don't they don't care. Half the stuff we care about our listeners don't care. I right? agree with you 100%. And so then what happens is is that now what we've done in an attempt to appear humble is we have stepped right into pride and now our listener is only thinking about us and all the stuff that's going wrong and we have mm. essentially robbed them robbed them of the experience of that experience like can we please stop doing that mm. you know let's stop doing that and just offer our our creations and offer our insights with generosity that way and leave it, you know, leave, leave it up to the intangible things that happen in this world for people to get what they need to get out of it and celebrate it. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Nikki, as much as I hate to say it every time I do these things, I think that's a terrific place to stop. I'm <laughs> so glad we got there. That's great. I agree with you. Yes, please. Once more louder for those in the back, as they say. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, it was a distinct pleasure. Thank you so much. Oh, back at you. <laughs>